being pregnant is a strange and terrifying experience. One's entire body is hijacked. Every atom and system works towards one thing and one thing alone, growing baby. Mama can puke the whole time, be, uh, feel faint, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as baby is growing. The human body is so incredible. A pregnant person has 50% more blood than they would without carrying a child. The heart literally changes in size to accommodate for it while the woman is pregnant. Changes in hormones cause, cause them to have a heightened sense of smell and taste, which is sometimes a real bummer. <laughs> Ligaments become looser and more flexible in anticipation of the great birthing event. Internal organs begin to get shifted and skin stretches past the capacity that anyone could imagine it could go. Somehow, along the way, one's body ceases to be one's own. Others sense this shift as well. People will touch pregnant women's stomachs without asking. Can you imagine in normal life if a stranger just came up to another random stranger and touched their stomach? crazy, inappropriate, but there is this magnetism about a pregnant belly and the sense that this new life is for everyone. But please, please do not touch a pregnant woman's stomach unless specifically invited to do so, no matter how much you're drawn to it. The closer one gets to the due date, the worse it gets. Baby starts to shift and the union becomes increasingly uncomfortable for everyone. My mother-in-law tells the story that when she was pregnant with Beau and just about to give birth, he moved in utero and threw her across the bed. Incredible. In addition to the discomfort of having a 6 to 11 pound person in one's abdomen is the fact that everyone is looking at you as though you either are about to explode or you're holding out on them. God bless those mothers who go overdue. How many times can Aunt Betsy call or text to see if the baby is here yet? How many times will they hear, still no baby? I was two weeks overdue with Naya, and I personally came to the point where I was ready to cut anyone who asked me when the baby was coming. Either that or collapse into tears. Believe me, no one wants baby to be born more than mommy. But mommy cannot control when baby is born. No amount of raspberry leaf tea or spicy food or walking in uneven places or going over bumpy roads will bring the baby if the baby isn't ready. Being pregnant is about not just letting go of control, but control being wrenched from your grasp and being taken on a terrifying ride of change and disruption. It's the way of things when new life comes. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and it's Mary's Sunday. It's the Sunday inspired by all pregnant mamas everywhere. It's the Sunday of waiting, hoping, and embracing the moment. It is the Sunday of God with us. Many people will never have the experience of being pregnant, but I believe that Mary pregnant with Jesus gives us a window into how to embrace God's presence in each terrifying, uncontrollable moment. Mary's response to her body and life being hijacked by God is impressive. We all know how young she was. Biblical scholars say she was probably about 14 years old. She was young. We all know she was not officially married to Joseph yet. And we all know that in that time, in the first century, being an unwed mother was punishable by death or worse. 
Not to mention the fact that being pregnant was dangerous back then. They did not have cesarean sections or bed rest for high-risk pregnancies or prenatal vitamins or treatments for preeclampsia. Many women could expect that getting pregnant would just as likely kill them as make them a mother. And to all of this and more, a mysterious conception, a visit from the angel, and Mary's response was incredible. She said, let it happen to me as you have said. Let it be just as it's supposed to. One of the things that occurs to me when I think of what an incredible response this was is that she was already carrying Jesus inside of her in that moment. That that proximity to God, even before she had conceived, allowed her to be open to God's self even more. And this is something that each of us has access to at any moment. Our scriptures tell us all kinds of stories about it this morning. Mary's, David's, Nathan's, Paul's. Our Old Testament scripture shows us Nathan and David dreaming big dreams about elaborate temples. They wanted to build a house suitable for God and look really important while they did it. A project to consume them and bring them fame. A place for God to inhabit that suits the splendor and majesty and power of God. God actually woke Nathan up in the middle of the night to shake him out of this madness. God shook God's head, exasperated, and responded, What makes you think I need a fancy house? I have been with you every step of the way, in a tent, among the people, and I will continue to be with you. I have never once been without you. You don't need to make a house for me. I make a house for you. You're embedded in me. As it turns out, we do not need a dramatic moment to have God with us. We don't have to be in the most ornate place with the right music or theology. We don't have to be on our best day or even our worst. We do not need to be like Mary, literally pregnant with the divine. God is with us. Full stop. And God being with us gives us the capacity to embrace each moment and say, let it be done. Here. Now. This. Richard Rohr writes that being conscious, alert, and awake to each moment is the purpose of religion. A wholehearted to surrender to what is and letting go of the resistance to each moment and what it holds allows us to connect with God, who is already with us. So as they say, there is no time like the present. So let's try. Let's practice in this moment. If you feel comfortable doing so right now, close your eyes. Breathe deeply. Feel the wind on your skin, the sun. Recognize that God is what is causing your heart to beat, your lungs to function, your mind to buzz. God is closer to you than your own DNA. Feel God's spirit speaking to your heart, calming your mind. You are one of God's best ideas. God is with you. God is as accessible at any time as the acceptance of what is right now. 
That doesn't mean that we should beat ourselves up when we're not being present in the moment. Anxiety tells us to react with fear and stress and anger at not getting things right, but we don't need that negativity in our lives. We need grace. So instead of just beating yourself up for not getting it right sometimes, instead give yourself grace to connect in each moment. This new moment that we get a chance to encounter God. It is enough. This here now. This fourth Sunday of Advent means that the waiting is almost over. Christmas is just a breath away. Today we all look at Mary and reach out and touch her belly without asking and say, where is the baby? Not realizing that this birth will end up hijacking not just Mary's 14-year-old frame, but the entire universe. That it will hijack death itself and every moment from now until forever. It will ensure that no one else could ever wonder like David or, and Nathan, do we need to create space for God? Because God creates space for us. God inhabits God's people. God is here. Now. This. This week, beloved, as you welcome the gift of the Savior, I pray that you will feel in each moment to the very center of your being, God's presence hijacking your best laid plans, driving out your fear, and birthing love in you. Amen.